Well, Federal Labor MP Joel Fitzgibbon, I'm told, is calling time on his political career, announcing that he will not contest the next federal election. I have to say I'm, uh, I'm a little shocked, surprised and almost, well, I have to say I'm also a little disappointed. Uh, Joel and I go back a fair way. I'm, I'm quite friendly with, uh, uh, with his daughter. We're mates. We've worked as journalists together. She, she in fact, will be the MC at my upcoming wedding. Maybe Joel should come along. We'll have a game of golf beforehand and have a beer as well. Good morning to you, mate. Oh, Marcus, I'm never going to say no to a game of golf, a beer, or, in fact, attendance at your wedding. I could think of nothing better to do. Now I'll have a bit more time on my hands. Well, you will. So is this something you've been mulling over for a while? Yes, of course it is. Uh, You'll recall when I resigned from the Shadow Cabinet last November, I shared the story about my phone call to my political neighbour and friend Meryl Swanson on election night 2019. I thought the result was so bad that we were no prospect of winning in three years' time. I thought I wouldn't be running at the next election. But, you know, I changed my mind a couple of times over the course of the last two years, fearful that I was leaving the party in its hour of need. But, look, I'm now confident that Labor will be competitive at the next election, can indeed win that election under Anthony Albanese, and I'm very confident that Labor can hold the seat of Hunter uh, without me if we, you know, if we select the right candidate and Labor keeps, uh, Albo keeps Labor firmly in that centre ground talking about the things that matter most to average Australians. So you're, you're referring to, of course, uh, the health and safety of families, the economic security of families, uh, the hopes and aspirations um, of, of, you know, family uh, values and, and social issues, S- remaining in that centre position will allow Labor to cut through and, and steal away office from Scott Morrison within the next six months? Well, it's not as if we're up against a, a good government, Marcus. That's the truth of it. And, look, I think what Australians are looking for most can be boiled down to just a few things. They, they want uh, health and safety for their family. They want economic and financial security. Uh, and they want a government which backs the hopes and aspirations they hold both for themselves and their children. If we can talk about those things, uh, then we will be very competitive at the next election. All right. It's going to be a changing of the guard somewhat. Of course, your father, Eric, held the seat of Hunter from 1984 to 1996. It's almost like handing over the mantle, perhaps. <laughs> It'll be a big change for the people of the Hunter as well. And someone asked me about my children, and I said my wife will kill me uh, if I deliver one of those into the into the seat. Yeah, look, it's a big change for the electorate, but the change is a good thing. Sure. You know, I, I, I'm anything but perfect, and... You know, I've been around a long time. Maybe a fresh face and new ideas will be a good thing uh, for the electorate. I'm very proud of uh, what I've achieved. Uh, the, the Hunter region uh, is far more economically vibrant and economically diverse than it was 25 years ago. Our infrastructure is much better. I don't take all of the credit, but I'm proud to have worked with other political business and community leaders, our research institutions and the like, to achieve that over the last 25 years. So, you know, I... Uh, I'll be able to go to bed sleeping very well. All right. Your critics will say, um, and there will be some of them out today, saying, oh, well, maybe Joel's getting out. He's seen the writing on the wall following that, you know, 9.5% swing uh, at the 2019 poll. 
Um, and, and they'll say, well, you're perhaps deserting a sinking ship. I disagree with that commentary, of course, but uh, there will be some critics, Joel. Yeah, of course there will be, Marcus. I mean, very few members of parliament win their local electorates with more than 50% of the vote. Yep. Um, so they're, they're, you, you never have all of them. But look, I think most thinking people locally uh, know that, uh, you know, I would have... I, want, I don't want to say easily. I don't want to take it for granted or be complacent. But, I, you know, I don't think anyone believes I would not have won the seat uh, here if I'd run again. I've worked hard on that. Uh, and Mayor Colpert on a, in a number of areas since the 2019 election that recognised and did something about sure. Labor's uh, errors in judgment. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. Uh, federally, uh, well, what am I waiting for, really? I mean, I've twice served in the Cabinet. Uh, I've had amazing opportunities. And at almost 60, uh, I wouldn't mind moving on to see uh, to find out what's next for Joel Fitzgibbon. Well, what life. could be next for Joel? What are you uh, What are you interested in? I, I know you're not going to give it away to me, but um, you know maybe something eventually in the private sector or semi-retirement, a bit more time with uh, with the lovely wife and the the kids, and or maybe a bit more golf. What's next, Joel? Well, I know it's not fashionable to quote the Chinese these days, but let a, flower, a thousand flowers bloom, Marcus said. <laughs> but certainly, I'll enjoy. Look, I, I want to work 40 hours a week instead of 80 uh, sure. and have more flexibility to spend uh, more time with my family who have made enormous sacrifices over the last, well, not just 25 years, I had eight years in local government before yeah. that, so over more like 33 years. Uh, but I, look, um, I'm sure I'll find plenty to, plenty to do. That's the, the least of my worries. And I'll, I'll stay active. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably remain in the public debate where there's an opportunity. Um, because that's always been my passion and my interest, and I, I don't expect to completely walk away. All right, mate. Well, it's been a, a pleasure working with you uh, over the uh, well, uh, so many years. You obviously you know that I'm uh, uh, I'm very respectful of you, and and certainly um, have some ties to you, to your family and. Uh, just adore your daughter, who we're very, I'm very close mates with, so much so that she'll be uh, the MC at my upcoming wedding, Joel. And I want to wish you all the very best. Uh, you, you probably have um, earned the right, like many long-serving parliamentarians, to maybe kick your feet up for a little while, but don't be too lost for too long. <laughs> and I have enormous respect and, and fondness for you, Marcus, and uh, thank you for the guidance you've given young Grace. It's appreciated. Oh, not a problem. Uh, all right, Joel, Thanks, you look after yourself. All the very best. Thank you for your time. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Marcus. Bye. All right. Well, there he is, outgoing Hunter MP Joel Fitzgibbon. Uh, He's made the announcement this morning that he will step aside. He will not contest in the Hunter election. Uh, And I think it's fair to say, I mean, he was obviously, it need to be a little careful with his words, but it is fair to say that he may well have held on to that seat. Critics will argue that he wouldn't have and that perhaps, you know, uh, One Nation, although having said that though, One Nation uh, have waned a little bit and there have been some dramas up in the Hunter with One Nation as well. Uh, Is it any wonder that Mark Latham uh, has relocated up there? I don't know. Will there perhaps be an opportunity now, and I'll talk to Mark Latham about this, Will will he put his hand up? Again, for perhaps a a run at federal parliament and have a crack at that seat. And who will perhaps replace Joel Fitzgibbon? It'll be interesting times there. We'll talk to Anthony Albanese about it a little later in the week as well. But I'd be interested to see what One Nation make of this and what their plans are.